Show, Five Stripe Fam. I'm AJ. And wherever it is you get your pods, subscribe, share, and leave us a good rating. Welcome to another episode of Five Stripe Weekly, and what a dramatic and crazy match day one. And LA United, they won 2-1 against San Jose Earthquakes. I mean, this match at the Benz, what a start to the 2023 season. Uh, I would say, in terms of the actual match for the first 90 minutes, not great. Uh, 1-0 down for a large part of this match, and looking listless, looking a little bit... uh, bereft of ideas, but uh, we were able to pull it out with some dramatic fashion goals from Tiago Almada, our World Cup winner. But uh, yeah, before I get too deep into that, uh, a little bit of housekeeping. Uh, But yes, make sure to uh, follow us on YouTube and subscribe and whatnot as the Matches after uh, at the post-match, uh, we will be doing live match reactions. A little bit of a remix on the fan cams. A little bit more of a live version where I will be joining you live from the uh, from the bends right after the match. And uh, yeah, of course, uh, on the away games, it will be a little bit different as well. But uh, exciting times here. We will be uh, creating some new content. Uh, but uh, yeah, co-producer Michael Weiss has been, uh, you know, manning the Discord as well. So shouts out to him, and also, uh, yeah, the live match reaction will be uh, co-produced by him. So make sure to stay tuned after the match, uh, so that you can get in on all the fun as well. But uh, yeah. But back to this match. So, yeah, San Jose Earthquakes, they uh, they score early. And, uh, yeah, they uh, they keep us off the scoreboard for the majority of the match. But it's one of those things where those, those moments that they probably wish they had back. Maybe they, uh, they wish they had tried to score another one. Because, essentially, all that time that they wasted... With uh, you know the injuries that's pretty much added to the stoppage time in the second half, uh, the stretchers that were brought out that were not used, it is sweet, sweet vindication. But uh, yeah, I mean, you know, this first half, uh, not really the uh, the most uh, to write home about. I mean, we uh, in terms of some of our shots. The selection, very questionable. A uh, lot of outside of the uh, the box shots that uh, went wayward. A lot of them, unfortunately, from Luis Adarujo, who had an incredible preseason. But, yeah, unfortunately, you know, this, uh, this was very reminiscent of last season for him. Uh, you know, just kind of losing that confidence and, uh, and all that. But... Uh, it's one of those here where, um, yeah, we go one nil down early, but we are, yeah, we are, uh, you know, given a penalty that we could, uh, essentially tie this match, but unfortunately, Luis Adarujo, he steps up and it is just wide. 
Uh, I mean, it's not the worst penalty I've ever seen, but it is, uh, I mean, a very, very unclutch moment here where uh, it probably made Luis Araujo uh, press a little bit more in terms of wanting to put a goal in the back of the nets. He's definitely a confidence player. Uh, I mean, he was beating guys left and right and gliding through the midfield, but it's just in that final third, it's just not quite there sometimes. And uh, yeah, you hope hope he can you know find that uh, preseason form and shake this off. But uh, yeah, I mean, this game is all about the last six or seven minutes uh, of the stoppage time that is just insane. I mean, uh, you know, one nil down into uh, deep into you know stoppage time. And yeah, we uh, we get a corner where yeah we're able to work it into the left hand side where Thiago Almada he is able to find that space and you cannot give this World Cup winner all that space because he knows what to do with it. He puts it just like kisses it right underneath that crossbar, unstoppable from a distance. And yeah, their keeper can't can't do anything about it. It's just incredible. Uh, what an unstoppable blast from Almada! And uh, yeah, it's game on. You know, it's one one. And uh, well, you know, uh, <laughs> more and more of that. Uh, you know, Almada magic. It's just you cannot. Uh, yeah, I mean, you just cannot leave this guy this much space. You cannot leave this guy with, uh, you know, this technical ability. He will punish you, and it is clear. I mean, yeah, from that area, he is as automatic, I would feel. And so, yeah, you know, we get, uh, we get a really, really late minute. It's 98th minute now. Uh, we have a free kick. And yeah, he he stands in in front of the that ball, and yeah, he just puts a top bends curler, beautiful strike, and the keeper is able to get a hand on it, but it's too strong. Uh, but yeah, Almada putting it over the wall, you know, goes over and back in and into the top right corner. Oh, just a beautiful strike. And yeah, you know, we, uh, we walk away winners where we probably don't really deserve it to be fair, but we fought till the very end, the, uh, you know, the grits to come back, the, uh, you know, the fight back as well. It's, uh, it's definitely something that's, uh, yeah, Almada, he bailed us out. He definitely bailed us out this match and yeah, the pandemonium in the stadium, it was just incredible. I mean, yeah, uh, you know, full bowl, uh, you know, upper and lower, and it is just—it's uh, one of the loudest that I've heard for sure. Because, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, in terms of these uh, these goals, it was historic. Uh, yeah, with this brace, uh, Almada he becomes the first player in club history to score two goals in stoppage time. And then uh, the second goal, 
which came at the official exact time of 98.04, was also the latest goal scored in Atlanta United history in MLS play. So, yeah, it was just uh, definitely euphoria for sure. But, uh, yeah, in terms of, uh, you know, Almada, he's said after the match, you know, just this humbleness from him. Uh, you know, apparently he said, uh, I'm very, very happy for this team victory. And uh, it was really important for us to start the season with a win, especially at home. So I'm very happy for the team to feel good. Uh, Gonzalo Pineda also mentioned after the match, that uh, yeah, he doesn't act like a big game uh, or big time game hero. He uh, you know he's one of those uh, after the uh, you know in the locker room he's a humble kid and uh, you know he said quote he's a fantastic kid with a great mentality. What I love is his humility. When we start to talk in the locker room, the first thing I say about Tiago is his goals, and he said it's about the whole team. And it's about the whole effort from everyone, and I think that it speaks for itself. He's an unselfish player that yesterday he might be the hero, but he's willing not to be the hero as long as we win. And that's pretty nice for a 21-year-old. So, yeah, definitely uh, whew, just uh, incredible stuff from the young star boy. And, uh, yeah, it's uh, in terms of the, you know, uh, the first... Uh, league or the first MLS uh, you know, player to be a World Cup winner. He uh, also uh, he's just the fourth fourth player in MLS to score a game tying goal and a game winning goal in the 90th minute or later of a match, and uh, he's the first to do so since 2018 with Albert Rusnak of Real Salt Lake. So, uh, yeah, the latest winning direct free kick in MLS play since 2003 just baffling baffling stuff from the star boy but uh you know if this was happening with a uh, a player of uh you know Jovinko's quality we would all be oogling but this is a 21 year old I mean it's just incredible but uh, that wraps it up for the match review, and it gets us into the news. And, uh, I mean, who else is it all about? It's all about Tiago Almada. He, uh, he was actually up for the MLS goal of the week with that rocket from distance and the free kick curler. Uh, yeah, they uh, pretty much try to split the vote a little bit. But uh, yeah, you know, you got Sebastian Gerisi's, uh goal and Zhao Klaus. But uh, yeah, Tiago Mata and uh, Tiago Mata's free kick were the other two. And lo and behold, the 17 showed out 38% and 31% free kick goal wins it for this week. So we get the MLS goal of the week for match day one. And the plaudits don't stop there. Uh, Tiago Mata, because he was crushing it, makes the MLS Team of the Week, as well as he makes the, uh, or he is the player of the match day. And uh, yeah, they've kind of changed it a little bit, as obviously sometimes there are two games in one week. So uh, yeah, definitely, uh, you know, there are some uh, some changes to the, uh, the terminology, but uh, yeah, with those two goals, the eight shots and an XG of .47, 
he is the player of the match day richly deserved but uh yeah also saturday was uh the first time in mls history that two games the charlotte fc game at 69,345 and la united's game 67,538 had an attendance of at least 65,000 people on the same day so incredible from the south uh is yeah i mean you know charlotte is uh is showing out as well and uh yeah i mean we usually are the the top dog and yeah well i guess we gotta we gotta show out a little bit more than our uh noisy neighbors to the right but uh yeah also miles robinson uh he tweeted uh a couple days after the match that's quote I'm so thankful for every single person that helped me get through this long-term injury. Of course, talking about his Achilles. You all are so loved. Time to be better than ever. And, uh, yeah. Uh, in terms of that, uh, one of the the posts in that, uh, in one of the photos, it was of him wearing a photo of Anton Wax celebrating his goal against Nashville. And very heartwarming indeed. Uh, of course, Artifo in match day one also was of Anton Wax, and uh, it was uh, you know a photo of him from his first goal for Allen United. It was also against San Jose Earthquakes at Bobby Dodd, and uh, yeah, a beautiful one for sure, and uh, a great tribute to our fallen five stripe, but uh, also. His sister has started a GoFundMe. I will link that in the description below. Uh, definitely, you know, uh, donate when you can and if you can. Uh, it will help every single bit of uh, yeah the uh, the hardships that they are dealing with in Anton Walks' passing. But uh, yeah, moving on to Jorgos or Jorgos Yakumakis. Uh, he apparently and reportedly wasn't training with LA United on Tuesday. His uh, visa is still being sorted, but he was uh, on his IG seen in Toronto. And uh, yeah, I mean, maybe he's uh, already there uh, as we're going to play Toronto, uh, you know, this weekend. But uh, yeah, he's uh, maybe getting it sorted there as apparently it might be a little bit easier to get visas sorted in Canada, but uh, yeah, a very strange coincidence, but uh, interesting nonetheless, but uh, another, uh, you know, really awesome thing here, uh, not that any of the preceding things right now weren't, uh, were exactly, but uh, yeah, the Hawks, Bogdan Bogdanovich, uh, yeah, he uh, met up with Miles Robinson at the Hawks game. They traded some jerseys with both their names on it, and uh, they were seen in uh, some of the uh, social media on the Hawks' kind of talking about soccer and how uh, both of them were fans of, uh, you know, the teams, uh, Atlanta United and Atlanta Hawks. So, uh, yeah, Bogey, he uh, mentioned that he's the biggest soccer fan on the team. So, uh, yeah, definitely uh, good to see that there are some Hawks players that definitely support the uh, the hometown of soccer football team as well. But 
moving on to Alien 2. Alien 2 announced uh, that they uh, have uh, season-long loans for two or three players, rather. Uh, forward Eric Centeno and goalkeeper Justin Garces and defender Efren Morales will spend the 2023 season with Alien 2, the of course, uh, now playing in the MLS Next Pro. Uh, but uh, they also had a a friendly against one Knoxville Sporting Club on Wednesday. The starting 11 read as Guerra Morales, Adeni, DeGans, Young, Tiente, Carlton, Lopez, Vilal, Mejia, and Tamimi. But... Uh, yeah, in terms of uh, the uh, that match, it ended 1-1, and a free kick from Tony Tiente gave them the draw against one Knox. And uh, the preseason will continue. And uh, yeah, that pretty much does it for the news, and it gets us into the match preview. And alluded to this, of course, LA United will be playing Toronto FC, 7.30 on Saturday at the Benz. And this Toronto FC team has definitely definitely reloaded, uh, retooled, uh, probably more accurate. Uh, but yeah, you know, last season wasn't the uh, the strongest for them. It was, uh, you know, a, uh, a team that missed out on the playoffs. But uh, in terms of, you know, this, uh, this team, they're still... Uh, you know, they have a lot of weapons and, uh, you know, one of their strengths probably is that, uh, yeah, their talisman, Lorenzo Insigne and, uh, Federico Benedeschi, uh, they maybe could finish, uh, 1-2 in the MVP race because they're definitely some very, very talented players, uh, some high-end talent for sure, but, uh, yeah, they also might not be... A very, very deep team. Uh, yeah, not a lot of depth uh, other than maybe center forward. And, you know, maybe that's even saying something. But uh, some key departures from last season. Domenico Crescito, uh Also Alex Bono. And uh, also Chris Mavinga. Longtime uh, Toronto FC player since 2017. But... Uh, key acquisitions, Sean Johnson, of course, has joined them from NYCFC, the uh, MLS Cup winner, of course, and uh, Matt Hedges as well, FC Dallas legend, and uh, Sigurd Roasted uh, as well has you know uh, joined them in the back line. But uh, yeah, they... Uh, you know, on their day, probably will be a very formidable bunch if uh, you know injuries don't affect them. But uh, yeah, they uh, will be a team to contend with, and I think it will be a bit difficult uh, this match on Saturday. But uh, before we get into some predictions and whatnot, uh, let's get into the injuries or unavailable players. Yorgos Yakomakis, of course, uh, probably is unavailable for selection. Due to his visa issues, uh, Santiago Sosa, he will also be serving the second game of his two-game suspension from uh, last season. And Machel Pachol, also uh, 
probably is unavailable, still recuperating from that injury sustained in that last preseason match. But uh, let's get into that predicted starting 11 then. So this this I think probably will be fairly similar uh, as you know those two that are aforementioned uh, that probably are part of the starting 11. Uh, still can't play a part, and I would guess that some players are still getting some match fitness within them. So I don't think the starting eleven will change very much. It will be Guzan between the sticks, Lennon, Robinson, Purata, Gutman, and Ibarra Hosetu uh, in the midfield. Almada in that uh, that ten position. Luis Araujo in. Uh, that right wing position and Caleb Wiley, who didn't have a bad half, but uh, you know, definitely uh, he was hooked in the second half. But I think, yeah, uh, it's one of those um, probably if Derek Etienne can play, uh, you know, some more significant minutes, uh, it will be, I think, a little bit better as you know, him cutting in creates a little bit more space for Gutman. It's a little bit more space for, as well, uh, you know, a player that can uh, shoot a little bit more as well, uh, get into those positions to uh, to do some damage. But I think Caleb Wiley does start at the left wing for this match. And I think Miguel Berry, uh, who had a couple shots in that second half, will be the starter in this one. As, uh, yeah, I think we'll be looking to... Uh, you know, use his experience, his hold-up play a little bit to be able to bring some others into the game as well. But, uh, yeah, getting into that score prediction, I think it's going to be a 2-2 draw. Uh, yeah, still, you know, there are going to be some, uh, some uh, yeah, questionable moments in terms of, uh, you know, the defense a little bit. Uh, and I think it will be a little bit as well where we can uh, get a couple goals and uh, yeah, walk away sharing the points. But what do you guys think? Let us know in the comments below. I'm uh, yeah, curious what you think uh, might happen in this match as well. But that pretty much does it for the entire episode except for the question of the day. And the question of the day is, do you think Luis Araujo will have a strong season in 2023? Will it be better than 2022? We all certainly hope so, I'm sure. But yeah, let us know in the comments below what you think. Looking forward to what you have to say. And that's it for us today. Remember to subscribe to us if you haven't already. Share this episode and leave us a review and rating so we can pop up higher in your rankings. I'm AJ. Thanks so much for listening.